is happening? Jamil? Here again. Hey, Ron, how are you, bro? I'm fantastic, brother. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good, man. Welcome to, to the moon. Man, take me there. Yeah. <laughs> well, bro, you're in a spaceship yourself, and I, I want to talk all about that. I want to talk about your experience with us. But, of course, this podcast is is truly about the the uh, reality of what it looks like to get started in this business. You know, um, I want to hear from you with respect to you know, where did you come from? How did you find this crazy niche of wholesale real estate? What's your uh, experience with it been since getting involved? And uh, what's next, right? And this is all about you. So I, I like to talk less, even though that's not my normal style. I like to talk less in these podcasts because we want to know you. We want to know uh, everything about you. So with that said, brother, welcome to To The Moon. Can you uh, begin by sharing a little bit about you? Uh, give us your credentials. Where are you located? And uh, we'll start there. Sure, Jamil. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to, to be on here. Um, a little bit about me. Um, uh, my name is Ron Brown. I'm located here in Jackson, Mississippi. We're actually originally Mississippi. Um, but I have actually not brand new to wholesaling. Um, what I am brand new to is systematizing everything. <laughs> hey, it's a big difference, right? There's a huge difference wholesale hustling and systematically creating a business. I'm exactly. so happy you said that. Exactly. Uh, even so, so I'm not, I'm not new. I'm, I mean, I'm, uh, I am, uh, so the wholesale business, uh, buying, fixing, flipping, I've done a few of those as well. Um, where I, uh, so I'm always on, you know, the internet looking at different, you know, you guys pops up, you know, so I didn't, I just, I just started all the way back when, uh, what's his name? The guy out of Florida that everybody probably started. Um, he's an old OG in the, in the real oh, estate. Ron LeGrand or Carl Yeah, Ron LeGrand. <laughs> Bro, I, I was, okay, I was legitimately with Ron LeGrand yeah. last weekend. Really? Wow. Okay. And he's he's an O O G like O G O G. Ron LeGrand <laughs> is like he's like the look. Look at that. Oh man, that's him, the Godfather. <laughs> We're actually shooting a, an ad where Ron Ron calls me up because you know they call me the Godfather. Yeah, uh, but it's not real, right? I'm I'm I've been in it for twenty years, but Ron's been in it for like a hundred. And right, so right. Ron calls me in this ad saying he wants me to stop using the term Godfather. It's funny. It's just a uh, he in, in, he licenses it to me in the end of the in, in the end of the uh, ad. It's funny. It's, a, it's it was wild, man, connecting with Ron. So you got started with Ron Legrand, bro. Tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I bought his course, and you know when you Jamil, when you're getting started in this business, if you know. You got so many different strategies that you can go. And my problem were I knew of too many different strategies, so I sat idle, really. Like drinking from the fire hose, you just exactly. decide it's too much and I, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. Exactly. So too much information will uh I know it for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but it, it stagnated me. Of course I had a full time job, so 
there was no big rush. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of learn something on the side. And uh, but yeah, so that was my probably my first struggle for a long time. I just it took years to figure that out. <laughs> that you know, if you got all these different strategies running through your head, uh, you know, from trust, all these kind of you know, put stuff in trust. You got all this stuff in your head, and you just like. Okay, what's what I do? So you guys made me focus on the main thing, which is lead lead generation, whether you know, rather not you uh pay for it or you, you know, call somebody, you know, realtor referrals, uh, other wholesalers, but without lead generation, you have no business because you, you need some type of lead source, uh, regardless of what you choose. So after a while, after listening to all these guys for years, and like I say, that's how I come up, come about uh, you and uh, Pace and and uh, man, it's a lot of guys I used to listen to. Tom Crow, Brent, uh, probably Brent, yeah, Brent, Brent, and uh, it just you know when I got to you all, got you guys, you had a, I guess the way you do wholesale, it is the Astro model. It was you know. It was like almost unbelievable. I said, "Dog, this guy doing a lot of <laughs> a lot of deals." And so, yeah, I, I bought into the the program. And like I say, y'all helped organize me. Even from when I say organize, even I didn't have a. a I use you all contracts that's in the in the, in, the, in, awesome. the, in the program today. I just tweaked it for Mississippi. Uh, you know, just done my little tweaks to it. <clears throat> even the way. Uh, uh, LaSalle, uh, Josiah uh, puts it in Google Drive and the way he stepped through and keeping it organized, that's what helped me big time right there was the organization of this group. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not just brand new, but I'm brand new to organized business. Understood. Understood. So, so you had a W-2 job, a full-time job. What was that? So, I worked at a uh, a uh, Nissan manufacturing plant. It was uh, okay. a Nissan manufacturing plant here in uh, Canton, Mississippi, and uh, worked there for 13 years. Uh, started. I'm sure you made some pretty decent money. You know, I know that those jobs don't they pay pretty well. Yeah, uh, I think I got up to like 24 dollars an hour. I mean, that's pretty decent for yep. here in Mississippi. Um, I uh, so I started back in 2002. But I did when I went there. I knew I didn't go there to stay. I just had to find out what I wanted to get into. So a year later, and you were there for how long? Thirteen years. Isn't that funny though? You 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 start a job. You're like, I'm only here for a pit stop. Right. That's it. And that pit stop lasts thirteen years. That's it. <laughs> so once I find out what I wanted to do, uh, the next year I bought using hard money, bought my first investment property. Uh, so when I got in, I got in trying to rehab, uh, and I, that was a, a good experience. <laughs> you learned a lot, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> Did you make money? Two years later, yes. <laughs> yeah. that, you know, uh, fixing and flipping is hard, man. It you is. Know, because you could pick the wrong colors of material yeah. in your property and it won't sell. Right. And a lot of times, a lot of times what new rehabbers do is they, they get into a deal. Right. And they renovate it to their taste. They read it. They renovate it to what they like. Exactly. Not paying attention to what the like their audience or the people out there may be wanting. 
Right. And, and, and because of that, because you're not completely hip to, you know, the latest colors, the latest trends, exactly. uh, you're, you could fall short. And, and if that doesn't pan out, right. uh, you'll end up going, you'll, you'll lose money and you can lose a lot of money fast in the flip if you don't do it right. And I had a hard money lender with interest oh. payments. <laughs> so I, when I learned, when I, when I got exposed to it, I got exposed to it pretty good, even with the contractor um, taking me to school. <laughs> no, that's that probably my biggest lesson right there. <laughs> yeah. Who do you trust? Who not? You know, how do you pay them? Uh, how do you, how do you make sure that they get their stuff done? How do you, how do you control that? You know, because, a lot of contractors, man, they're using funds that they're collecting right now to complete the job that they had before. Exactly, exactly. And that's like a big problem with contractors. It's like they're running little mini Ponzi schemes a lot of the time. Yeah, absolutely. So after I got started with that, um, I probably was in my late 30s, 37, 38, somewhere along in there. And it just something happened. So... I was doing one or two deals per year, plus working a, a full-time and a half job. And uh, something about when I turned 40, I had to ask to go to the bathroom because I was on the line working. And I'm like, you know, as I was in the stall, I was like, you know, I'm not going to get too old to be asking somebody to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so that clicked. And I said, you know what? And it, I'm going to tell my wife, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to I'm thinking about quitting the job and you know going to real estate full time. So you know I wouldn't I wasn't the brightest husband at that time. Mm -hmm. But now she's she's okay with it. She she ha I have faith she has faith in me now. Love it, <laughs> love it. So so let's talk a little bit about the reason why she's got the faith in you, right? So how's it been? Like what what have your uh, let's talk a little bit about your first win and then uh, you know I don't I, I I like to get into the reality. So yeah. we heard you get kind of your your foot, your, you stubbed your toe in a rehab, but you yeah. took action, which is an amazing thing. Yeah. Right? You took action, you you anted up. A lot of people, they get too fearful to even take out a hard money loan and buy a property. You did that. You right. renovated it. You held it. Yeah. The fact that you held it for two years is huge. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that means that you probably were feeding that thing money for two years. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was probably stressful to you and the wife. And, right. and a lot of times what ha happens to people is they get one bad experience. They get one hard deal and they're like, nope, got burnt, lost money. Everything right. here is, it doesn't work. I'm, I'm going back to asking for permission to go to the bathroom. And here's the thing. Um, a lot of the, the training, I'm going to call it training instead of saying bad experiences. A lot of the trainings, I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't come home and tell her that. I went to bed with that on my mind, man, this ain't going right. But I had to portray to her like this is going to be, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, most women are emotional up and down. So depending on what you tell them, they gonna, that's, <laughs> that's where they're going to be. So, well, I, you know, to be to be fair, yeah, you know, my wife's a G, yeah. right? I'm the emotional one. Oh, really? I, so I'd be the one that she'd come and be like, she kind of has to not tell me because yeah. I could be like, oh, wow, wow. But she like she's so steady. Uh, so so I'll say that 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 there could, it's 50 50. There's emotional men. There's emotional women. They're, we're, we're, right. we're all the same. But I understand what you mean. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you're, you're taking a lot of this stress on yourself. You're taking it to bed with you. Yeah. Uh, dealing with that, waking up every morning, going back to work, you know, yeah. keeping on, keeping on. 
Right. Um, and then and then now all of a sudden I start popping up out of your your framework or what happens next? Uh, so I, at, at some point, uh, a little further down the road, when I started kind of getting getting into wholesaling, it was checks start coming a little fre more frequently. Uh, I got plugged in with local guys really to that's what kind of got me some traction. Um, but here, um, mm -hmm. you know, these the little OGs around here, they only think you're supposed to make $2,000, 2500 on a wholesale deal. And I'm just looking at other wholesalers, Tom, it just, everybody just across the board, you know, they, they're making way more money per deal. Yeah. So that was a challenge in my oh, mind. I had to get, you know, that I had to believe that I could make more than 2000 And it's like when I got to that point was, you know, I can do it. It's like universe, God, whatever, whatever your desire, like he moved those OGs out the way and brought in new buyers that would pay a lot more, 10, 15,000. Then hedge funds start coming here. Right. That's when everything stuff really start moving, you know, uh, didn't have to work this hard. Cause you know, you, you wholesale a house and make $2,000 and you marketing it. Then you got bills. Cause I was working a full-time job. That's a lot of work for $2,000. <laughs> For real. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, after the end, man, it was like, okay, I'm going to stop, quit work, and I'm going to do more of what I'm doing. And it was just got to the point where it was kind of like, I got two or three closings this week. I had to ask to be off work. And, you know, the, I just knew it was almost time to, to stop because, you know, I almost I had to call HR on one of my supervisors because I told him, like, hey, I'm going to have a closing Friday. Well, you just had a closing, so he had no idea what I was doing, what I mean. They were thinking I was just traditionally buying a house. Okay. But but I was, you know, buying houses for a living, a part-time living. Yeah. So it got to the point where I needed to be off, you know, a lot more than, you know, the company would allow me. So I thought, you know, I told my supervisor's name was Mr. Willie. So we finally, we got into a little beef. He told me, all right, well, go ahead. I told him I'll be back. I just need to go. So it was a fix and flip deal. And I came back to work that day. And I think the check was about twenty six or 27000 you know, for a flip. So I went to his desk and I told him, uh, Willie, I know I don't normally act like the way I did, but I had to get off because I had to go sign the clothes. But this is the reason I had to, I, you know, I took off and, you know, he wore glasses. So he, he got the check. He, oh, I knew something was going on that you didn't, you know, you you ain't never act like this. <laughs> so I let him know that I know it ain't going to be long because the, the company rules and then what I need to do and what I'm doing, it was going to collide one day and I was going to, you know, get myself fired, you know, so eventually. So, so the next year after, uh, after that incident, I ended up pulling the plug and, uh, and actually that was the end of 2015, 2016. I went full-time. Amazing. I went full-time. Full-time full wholesaling, full-time real estate investor. Yeah. Um, you know, syst systematic real estate investor to, to boot, right? So you've got your systems in place. So yeah. what does it look like for you today? Like, what's your business like? What are your average closings? How often are you are you uh, getting deals done? 
So um, three to four deals is a is a low month for me. But, you know, hey, I'm selling the hedge funds, so we are making 20, 25, sometimes 30, some thousand because we're selling the uh, I'm selling to hedge fund. So <clears throat> on a good on a good month, uh, or my ideal month is to get up to eight to ten per month. Uh, so I, I know I'm about to have a team. Uh, um, I also increase my marketing from three thousand a month because I do a lot of direct, you know, direct mm-hmm. mail, uh, and I also do, do a lot of the you know the, the texting as well too. Uh, but I found that the direct mail is it costs a lot more, but you know they still work. Yeah. Because yeah. in different markets, it's going to be better, right? So down yeah. where you are in Canton, Mississippi, that's absolutely the case. Yeah, uh, direct mail still kills it over there. In in fact, I'd I'd go so far as to say it might even be better than text messaging for that yeah. specific niche market. Right, right, uh, and and mainly because you know the people here are kind of more of scam conscious. Yeah, uh, or you know so. With the postcard, they got a website and all that to go to, you know, to kind of verify, you, you know. And then, you know, it's the reason I know it still works because sometimes I get a card when I, the, the, uh, the seller, I have a card that I sent four years ago. <laughs> People take them things and stick it on the refrigerator. They're not ready then, but you know, I have, and and, and the reason I know it, another reason, I I don't even send yellow letters out anymore. But a lady two years ago showed me a, a letter, a yellow letter that I sent her, you know, a few years ago. And I, I haven't done a yellow letters in marketing in a long time. But uh, but yeah, so that's 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 where I'm at. Uh, I'm gonna say consistently uh, three to four deals per month. Awesome. Uh, looking to scale that up to you know eight to ten. Um, Have you found any good uh, uh, connections through like the referral networks that we we teach about through wholesalers and and uh, real estate agents as well? Have you been able to increase your deal volume that way? Realtor wise, I have. Yeah, yeah. realtors yeah. and uh, I also do refer program with uh, attorneys. That's probably my biggest. Uh, so the attorneys right now they're up versus the, the realtors because of course the realtors won't try to get the highest price for the seller. Sure. Um, however, I haven't tried splitting a deal with them. I think that will definitely shift stuff. Yeah. 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 Different strategies for different, different situations in different markets, but it's, uh, it's amazing. So, you know, you're a really inspirational person for a guy that's in a W-2 job that's, you yeah. know, got the golden handcuffs, making good money, uh, living a lifestyle that, that you know, is paid for by, by, their, by their job. Yeah. But really just as a human being, having a hard time with the whole concept of being an employee, right? Yeah. Um, not everybody is built for a job. Uh, you know, yeah. it, there's different, there's different temperaments, there's different personality types. And some people, some people thrive in organization and structure and having a boss and like knowing what they're supposed to do every day. And right. some people that would make them crazy right. to have to be tethered, to have to be uh, confined and, and be told what to do. Right. Uh, and so for, you know, and, and that's a real thing, right? It's a real yeah. thing. And, I, and I'm not going to say that one thing is better than the other. It's just different. 
right. These are right. different people, right? You there, you can climb the corporate ladder and make twenty million dollars a year as a high level CEO, right? right? right. Just because you have a job doesn't mean that you're going to be broke, right? right? You, exactly. you, you, there's so many levels to this, and you yeah. can be at the top of your game in the corporate world, and you can be in, in the top of the game as an entrepreneur, right? But because we're talking to entrepreneurs on this show, right? Um, what would you say would be uh, a piece of advice that you could give to somebody that's got a W-2 job that that is sitting there wanting something more for them their life and, and had to go and ask to use the bathroom? Yeah. Well, first thing I'm going to tell you, don't quit to do something new. If you're going to do get into real estate, you can get into it with a job because, you know, the stress level, especially if you're married and you're the breadwinner, so to speak, mm -hmm. you don't want to scare your spouse. <laughs> For sure. And yeah, your you kids and yeah. that's hard. You know, all of a sudden they're like, dad's gone crazy. He quit his job and he's hanging out in the computer room all day long and he's, he's, yeah. he's nuts. You got, you got, you know, as a, everybody have emotions, everybody have certain faith levels. Uh, so you as a, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't quit my job until you are doing more on the side to get you to that comfort level to quit. Like I say, I didn't quit to start anything new. I quit to do more of what I was doing back in 2003. Well, that's, that's huge. I started it. That's huge. You didn't quit. He I want to repeat that. He didn't quit to start something new, guys. He quit to do more of what was already working for him. Right. And, and how much did you have saved up? Like, what was your, your nest egg, your cushion uh, that you that you kept before you said it was time to, you know, have that conversation and be honest with your employer and, and yeah. let him know that you, you saw a collision coming? Well, it, to tell you the truth, it, it didn't have – it wasn't that I saved. It was just, you know – wholesaling and flipping his active income, I was more confident in my abilities to generate twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a month than so much of me actually saving. Because like right. I say, I was love, you know, I would, you know, at first it was a struggle, but now it's nothing for me to, to throw, you know, five, 10, 15,000 in just in marketing, you know, that's, right. That's another milestone you have to get in your head too, because I used to think two or three thousand was a lot of money for marketing, which it is. But once you get a deal, a couple of deals from that, you know what I'm saying. So and I just kept telling myself, "Hey, I know I'm gonna get a deal out of this." So that's what when it, you know hit that prep, that, that that inner button, pay for that marketing, it goes out. Um, no leads start coming in. You know, you just got to be on them leads and stay on them leads. And uh, it's a hustle. Don't get me wrong. It's a hustle. But uh, it's, to me, it was a hustle. Well worth it. Uh, now that, you know, so, you know, I, I'm not even, uh, I haven't, you know, in my mind, I haven't, uh, I'm looking to grow, which I'm, I know I'm about to start hiring at some point. Uh, but I still like. You're doing all this on your own right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Eight to 10 deals, guys. Eight to 10 deals a month on his own, yeah. you know, making anywhere between twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000 a deal. I mean, dude, <laughs> do you ever just look at yourself and just, and just feel dang proud of you, man? I do. 
<laughs> you should, Ron. Honestly, man. Especially crowd. <laughs> it's brother, you're such a joyful man, you know, you and and you deserve it, right? You deserve all of this success. Um every every ounce of it, you know, the determination, the consistency, the perseverance, the capacity to overcome fear, right. to overcome anxiety that you would obviously have had. like most like I said, most people would have quit at that first flip, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got my you best know, training on that first flip. <laughs> my best training. But yeah. You know, and, and 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 guys, I would also like to just highlight again every single experience that didn't go his way he's not calling a failure or a mistake you hear his words he's calling them trainings <laughs> that's it hey he's calling them trainings you got to you got to love this stuff if you don't love it uh you're not gonna survive you're not gonna, and you gotta love the wins and the lows the highs and the losses all of it you gotta love it all and look at it from the perspective of positivity and abundance and and continue growth that's why you look at failures like trainings that's another thing. Uh, once I got into your program and you got into the mind stuff, the beliefs, I was building that along the way with these different um, uh, speakers and, you know, uh, uh, positive self-image. That helps helped me to, to leave the job as well. So, I, you know, I done like that, listening to that. I wouldn't listen to radio on my way to work or during work. I was listening to podcast uh sean terry was another one you know he got the, the mindset thing you got to have the mindset uh together before you because without that you get nervous i remember the first the first monday after i quit i'm like i'm laying in bed holy smoke i ain't getting no check friday <laughs> so it was it, it was real, and you know, first six months that that was you know how they tell you had anxiety, wake up at two or three in the morning, and that is true. <laughs> that is true. I had that, but like I say, you got to stay positive. Uh, got to love helping other people out of sticky situation because uh, that's what we do. Uh, I don't know if everybody knows, but a wholesaler, and I you know, so when somebody tell me, oh. You know, you know, actually, can I reduce my price? You know, he said, I'm, I'm just pushing paper. I said, uh, I came, I, I thought about this. I said, you know what? Wholesalers, especially if you're wholesaling, then you, you, you had the means to close on it, rehab it. We put a lot of people to work. Mm -hmm. We put the, the direct mail company to work. We get it under contract. We put the attorney to work. Uh, then we put contractors to work. Then when the house is fixed up, we uh, not including the insurance, the, the utility bills and all that. Then we turn all around materials, and all those materials, That's where it. they all come from. That's it. They, you put the realtors to work, you put Lowe's, Home Depot and all them guys to work. Then you turn around and put another returner to work. So when you get ready to sell it, somebody... So I don't take it too lightly when somebody tell you, hey, you just just, just a wholesaler, you you know, you you putting a lot of folks at work when you go out and find that one deal. So you know, Ron, and I think this is the reason, one of the reasons why you are as successful as you are is your belief in your value. Yeah. 
is is unshakable. You know you're worth. You know you're worth it. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. You know, and a lot of people have a hard time with self worth, right? They've got problems with 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 who they are and 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 what they and what what they can do and what yeah. they're what they should be what they can expect out of life. Like a lot of times, the reason why people stay stuck right. is because they think they're not worthy for more. Exactly. But you so didn't, you, you know, you didn't, and you can't, you, you can't tell me you always felt like that. That's a, that's a, that was an active process of you getting your mind right. Exactly. It all goes, everything going to start with a thought and the way you think uh, and the way you view things in life. So if you have got, if you get the correct view on something, nothing, you know, you can have all this other stuff happening on the side, but as long as you keep your goals and a positive mindset about your goals, Yourself and other people, I always say you need to think correctly about yourself. That way you know how to think correctly about other people. Oh, and uh, so that was big in your course. I was shocked to even see that in your course. <laughs> I said, Jamil is on to something here. I, I said, I know he's on to something now. <laughs> you know, my man, honestly, I, I truly believe that your life is a product of how you think and feel. Yeah, absolutely. What you see out here is what you're seeing in here and what you're feeling in here. Exactly. And if what you're seeing out here isn't what you want, then what exactly. you're thinking and what you're feeling isn't what you want. Exactly. You got to turn the dial. You got to turn the dial. That's it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Brother, how do people get a hold of you, man? Because you're such a contagiously happy person. I've, I've oh. truly, man, I got to say to you, these, these podcasts can go, you know, 20, 25 minutes and we're, we're over time. Because oh. I've just enjoyed no, but I've just enjoyed you. I've enjoyed talking to you so much. You've literally brightened my day up today, Ron. Oh, okay. well, you, glad, you, uh, you brightened up my day today, and I feel really. I just feel really blessed to have been able to spend the time with you. But yeah. I know that there's people out there who are going to want to connect. They're going to want to do deals with you. How do yeah. people find you? Where do they find you? What's your contact? So uh, I, I don't mind giving out my personal cell phone number. Go ahead, do it. Uh, it's 601-850-1015. Um, also, you can reach me by email uh, at Ronald, R-O-N-A-L-D, at homedisposers.com. Uh, I haven't gotten to the you know Facebook and IG and all that stuff yet, but uh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and, you, and you work primarily in Mississippi? Yeah, yeah, primarily in Mississippi. So any wholesalers, any of you guys out there that need some help moving deals, that, that want to sell for more to hedge funds, that want to leverage all of these amazing relationships that Ron has created, yeah. reach out to Ron. He gave you his phone number. He gave you his email address. He's ready to do deals with you. He wants to do business. Brother, thank you so much for your day. Thank you so hey. much for your time and your energy you. and your smile, bro. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I, I'm loving it. <laughs> you just keep doing what you're doing. Inspiring because, you know, that's. That's big, inspiring people to do. Uh, instead of giving folks something, if you inspire them to move and take action, you have helped, really helped that, that person. Brother, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that. Well, I appreciate you, man. And yeah. I'll see you on the moon, homie. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Let's